All he know he don't know nothing else. Nah. I tried to show him. Yeah, he what tried. Show him? What try? He tried. Yeah. I like this part that's coming up, I but I don't like it. Show him. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Super snares. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Gone on you with the pick and roll. Ooh. Younger flame here in sickle mode. Another freaking podcast. Episode number 14. 14. <laughs> That's a lovely way to start it. Another freaking podcast. <laughs> Episode 14 with them boys, Dennis and G-Unit, a.k.a. G-Unit. <laughs> yes, episode 14. 14? Because we did 13 and that shit sucked. It's trash. No, real talk. <laughs> so we sat here last week. That's why there was no episode. Unlucky 13. We recorded a full hour. Mm-hmm. We finished that shit, and we were just sitting there like, "We're not putting this out. This is whack. It was the worst thing we ever did. Horrible, <laughs> horrible. I usually like what we do. No, like after we're done, I usually mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this was actually really good. I like this. No, nope. no, nope. this shit was that was terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. So we're not putting that out <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So we're going from twelve to fourteen because it's lit, Astro World, and we're in Astro World, so. We got to do the right thing. Yeah. Speaking of do the right thing, I was talking to uh, someone the other day, and we're going to write a movie script called Do the Left Thing. (laughs) It's going to be a sequel or possibly a prequel to Do the Right Thing. (laughs) Oh, shit. And we're also going to put out a prequel to Belly. Oh, that's lit. All right. You want to know what it's called? What's that? Gut. Oh. G-U-T-T. Yeah. Subtitle. Trusted. Ooh. Starting Little Yachty. (laughs) Little Uzi Bird. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. I was totally going to say Young Yachty. Young Yachty? Young, yeah, that's not better. Young Yachty. Young Yachty. Little Boat. Little Boat. Fuck that nigga. Yo, we were just talking <laughs> off the air. <laughs> I hate that term. We were just talking off the air how, like, media takeout has, like, these ridiculous titles, man. Ridiculous. Like, where is it? Where's the one I was just reading? Actress Dasha Polanco releases some nude pics, and she's mm. a thick one. She's a thick one. <laughs> What's another one? Let's go. Let's go over some media takeout titles. Kylie Jenner's black, in all caps, best friend, is no longer black, 
parentheses, alleged skin caps bleaching. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Angela Simmons shows off her bikini body and, wow, dot, 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 looks better than ever. <laughs> this is a terrible sight, by the way. It's a funny sight if you it, want. It's, it's funny, but it's terrible. At the it, same it's time. funny if you want dumb shit. Pretty much. If you're looking for the bullshit. That's the place to go. Iggy Azalea. Shock picks. <laughs> That's my favorite. Sitting on a chair. That's my favorite. Dot, dot, dot. And booty hanging down to the floor. No, I opened that one up. That was nasty. Mm. That was. But they always come in with the shock picks. Shock picks. In all caps. That shit geeks me every so, time. So every time I see that, I'm going to hit him with the. Stupid. Anyway. Stupid. Come back. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Shock picks. Yeah, that dude, man. So, officially, we are never going to talk about Takashi sixty nine again. Um, I, mean, I was informed that's, that's yesterday. Debatable. No, we're not. And if you do, I'm smacking you. And we're editing out. Um, I found out yesterday that there's a rumor that his hair is possibly a weave. That's old news. That's nasty. That's old news. Another thing, the whole him getting robbed for his chain and getting punched and all that, and being like, whatever happened to him. It's fake. How do you know that? That's crazy, man. How do you know that, though? Again, I said it's a rumor. I just said that it was a rumor. Do you pay attention? Sit around. You said it about his hair. I literally just said about the whole shit that just happened to him. I just said it was a rumor. We can go back. It's all being recorded. Are you sure? Ooh, who is this? Selena Vega. Selena Vega. She a wrestler? Oh, she's what's his name? Manager. Damn. Nigga, you lady shit. Wait, whoa, 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 nope. whoa, whoa. Because I'm, I'm lady shit. No, that's new though. <laughs> it's okay though, but I'm not doing that, that it. It just got posted. Music artists. Hello? Most artists aren't 360 deals. Why are y'all in their comments asking them to get you a deal? That's like asking a janitor to help you become the CEO. Man, I, I'm tired of that shit. The whole. Um, are they wrong though? So listen, so this is the thing about a 360 deal, right? If if you're an artist that positions yourself in the right way, mm-hmm. you can finesse that 360 deal to benefit you more. <clears throat> McMill. Explain. That made no sense. That was so random. MMG is a big ass 360 deal. You know, you don't know that. So what does that have to do with what I just said? You said if you position yourself in a better position, I mean it's beneficial to you. That's McMill. That's what he's done. Okay, then I said explain. What do you mean by when you say McMill? You're just saying Meek Mill. I'm pretty sure Meek Mill is uh, much more well off than most of the niggas in that 360 deal. That's all, that's all I'm saying. So you have nothing to support that? You just wanted to just say that? Yes, that the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Um, back to Am me. I wrong, though? That, it just makes no sense. Whatever you're, Am, I don't, I don't am know, I wrong? I don't know though? if you're right or wrong because you literally didn't explain anything. You gave an opinion. He made that 360 deal work for him. That's all I'm saying. How? What? How? Because clearly you know something that I don't. So explain how. Meek Mill is very successful? <laughs> Question mark? I don't. That makes no sense. A lot of artists are successful. So what's your point? If you have no, nothing to support it, just say it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why this needs like super concrete evidence. Because I'm just saying. Because that makes no sense. How? I said... You can finesse a 360 deal yes, to benefit you more. I'm just saying, I feel like Meek Mill did that. That's why? It. And my question is why? It's the same question I've been asking. Why? And how? 
He just seems more well off than anybody else in that 360 deal. Here. Um, LeBron James, under fire, say he lied about his school. It's really funded by taxpayers. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Media takeout. Oh, Yo, you know what's sad about that post right there? Media takeout is black owned. No, they, they self-hate all day. It's terrible. <sighs> but it works, though. I can guarantee you people open that link up. Because they want the bullshit. Yeah. Beyonce shows off her new African braids. They cost $5,000. I mean, I believe that. I believe that. Why is that news, though? I don't know. All right. This website is funny. Um, so this podcast, I wanted to do something different. Uh, reason is, next week we have a, a special podcast coming out next week. Um, going back and listening to it, I got into my interview bag. Kevin was just there. Um, we got something special coming out next wow. week. It's true. That's disrespectful. It's true. I listened to it. You were just there. That's my interview. That's real disrespectful. That's mm, okay. You'll be all right. I mean, it's not like you said, hey, prepare questions for this interview. I mean, I tell you every week to prepare for the podcast, and you don't. You told me that. You told me. No. No. Shut. I have receipts. You literally said. I'm going to post all the text threads. Bro, you literally told me that night. Yeah, I'm going to interview. I'm editing that. So where were we? You shouldn't try to play me. No, because it's true. So I tell Kevin every week to prepare for this podcast, and he never does. Not for this one, though. No. I ask, that has nothing to do with it. I tell Kevin to prepare for the podcast every single week, and he never does, ever. So the reason I didn't tell Kevin to prepare for the for the next week's episode is because he never prepares for the thing that we do weekly. So why would he prepare for something special? Kevin does not care about the brand, everyone. Wow. Kevin is a, a podcast plant, planted in by the industry. Sabotage my podcast. Fair enough. <laughs> Nah, so uh, this week we wanted to kind of switch it up. Well, I it was my idea to kind of switch it up so that we could um, kind of leave room for what we've got coming next week. Yo, that dude, I, I kind of find him to be corny, bro. What's his name? Trevor Noah? You, is that you, his you're playing yourself tonight. Is that his name? I, I really I really think he's corny. you playing yourself. A, a, a lot place. of stuff that he says is cool, but I, but obviously because he's on a show, I feel like he does a lot of like his woke stuff just for, just for, for, for play. No, play. he's woke. Just for, I think it's for play play. All his comedy specials before this was woke as shit. You playing yourself? And have Message. You seen, and have you seen him? Huh? His comedy specials? Yes. Can you name one? Jesus Christ, Dennis. Can you name one? You always got to make things like this. Like I have to like like I just have that like because that's what you do. Back. You're you're a hipster. Damn, Kevin's phone is going off the whole. It, it is. I'm I'm blowing up right now. That's probably your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, so we wanted. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It absolutely is. No, it's not. Then who is it? It's Bofa. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but that's funny. Bofa, these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do something different for this week, because um, next week's episode is actually pretty funny. Um, yeah. Something special, something different for next week's episode. Um. So this week we just I I decided, um, to talk about some wrestling. I feel like we haven't done that. Um, me and Kevin kind of like debate wrestling a lot, but we're wrestling? not gonna talk about anything modern because lately it's been ass. I'm not excited. This is the first year I can say I'm really not excited for SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the few years I can say that. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've like not been excited at yeah. all for SummerSlam. 
Because SummerSlam, it seems like it's going to be whack. Like, I, the, th- yeah. the thing about it is I know what's going to happen already. Yeah, you can pretty much see most of it coming. Like, I'm sure like I'm sure Ronda's winning. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Braun is coming out as champ. Because mm-hmm. we've known that for like a year. Well, here's the catch. Mm-hmm. And here's something I missed because I haven't been watching closely. Mm-hmm. Is Kevin Owens is actually challenging Braun for the Money in the Bank briefcase that night. So we could be 100% getting swerved. No, they're not going to do that with Kevin Owens. You think? Because Braun Strowman is Vince McMahon's stroke job. Whoa. Yeah. Pause. It, we all think that it's Rowan, but it's really Braun. <laughs> yeah. People got to remember, like, Vince... See, this is a perfect segue into, like, everything that we're going to talk about. Braun is, like, Vince's ideal wrestler. Mm-hmm. Almost seven feet tall, big muscular dude. Like, Vince... I, I feel like Vince might be gay on the low. Um, nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying. Like, I feel like he might be gay for a lot of these wrestlers, and I feel like Braun is definitely that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He's a big dude, muscular. Every, every diehard wrestling fan knows Vince has a type. You know what I'm saying? And that's him. And that's him. Because if, 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 you, if you are a wrestling fan, you know that Braun Strowman was, does not have a wrestling background. He started his wrestling career in the WWE. In the double-double. But you know what, though? I give respect to Braun for that, though. He, he, he was like a strong man, though, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying like as far as like actually having a developing a skill set in a big company. Oh yeah, off top with Bray Wyatt, like come on. Yeah, and they they, they kind of threw him into the fire but, very quickly. But he accepted that challenge and he rose up. He learned quick. Yeah, so that's the thing with like SummerSlam. I'm not excited because I'm I'm pretty sure Braun's walking out with the belt. Yeah. If Braun doesn't walk out with the belt, I'm gonna be very surprised. What I hope happens is that Brock wins. Mm-hmm. And that what's his name comes in. Roman's gonna Cash win. In. Yeah, I'm sure Roman's gonna win. And he's gonna get shitted on, which yep. is gonna be funny. Yeah, it's gonna be super funny. Yeah, uh, I just hope they don't shit on Braun though, because I like Braun Strowman. They will. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like two months from now, Roman's getting the belt. Oh yeah. The thing with Roman, bro, what they should have done with with Roman Reigns was, um, remember, I think it was like late 2016. I think it was late 2016, where he was like rebelling and just destroying a bunch of shit and beating everybody up. Remember, people pop for him for a bit. Oh, that was when um, Triple H. Yeah, and they had Sheamus set up against him and shit too. Oh, see, I don't remember that. Um, but it, it was gearing up to like the world, like the Royal Rumble WrestleMania era, because like, it was at the end of the year. So I remember a few Raws at the end of the year, he was like just destroying everything, mm-hmm. beating everybody up. People were popping for him. The minute they they stopped doing that, people didn't care anymore. I feel like they could have built off of that. No, they could have. Like some 100%. sort of like Stone Cold type of thing. Or like he's just a rebel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like anti... Anytime you do anti-establishment, it always works. It does. It, it's literally always it, works. It's, it's proven to work. Daniel Bryan. Yep. Stone Cold, as we just mentioned. The originator. Um, Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Um, because whether you're, 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 you're getting a lot of heat mm-hmm. or people are cheering for you, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So Bret Hart, they were booing his ass, but he was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? I mean, the NWO, DX, yeah, Sean, both on and off the screen. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of someone else. Oh, um, well, no, never mind. Can't think of another one. But you get the point. Anytime you're anti-establishment, it always works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like they, they really do drop the ball on, on, on a lot of dope stuff that could work because they want to kind of tailor-make everything after, like, Hulk Hogan and John Cena. 
Because mm-hmm. if you notice, every generation of wrestling has had a Hulk Hogan or a John Cena type of character. Yeah. Do you think that that should always be the case? Not do you, necessarily. Do you feel like that character is needed? Yes, no, and why? Now, no. Why? Because, I mean, core wrestling fans, they're going to like who they like. You don't have to like promote this super huge, larger-than-life superhero-type dude to the crowd. They're going to pick who they like, and that's who they're going to get behind. And it's not necessarily that guy every time. But you could always have a cookie cutter guy that everyone loves. I mean, Daniel Bryan was that. Yeah, but he wasn't Hulk Hogan built. He wasn't like this larger than life no, no, superhero. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about. I'm. He was to a lot of people. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Not looks wise. We who we're not talking about looks. We're talking about character. What's his character that though? It was. His character wasn't Hulk Hogan or John Cena. Everyone fucking loved Daniel Bryan. But that's not but his character wasn't like theirs. Yes, it was, because he he appealed to the crowd. The whole yes thing was to get the crowd involved. That was his shit. So Right, but I'm saying to an extent that character He he was the underdog who was going over. That's not Hulk Hogan and John Cena. Okay, and then when he was over, he was over. He was the guy. But that's not Hulk and John Cena. They were they So what's Hulk and John Cena to you? You look at them and you say, that's supposed to be the guy. He's supposed to be the superhero. Look how he looks. That wasn't Daniel Bryan, is what I'm saying. But he became that. <laughs> he never looked like Hulk Hogan and John Cena. He, I just said he's not supposed to, but he became the superhero. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily that, that character, though. But it is that character, if he became a superhero. You just said he's, he's not supposed to be the superhero, but if he became it, he became he's the, the character. He's the underdog who rose up. Hulk Hogan and John Cena look like they could be that guy from Jump. I'm okay, just saying, so I'm saying, a difference. I guess. We're, we'll agree to disagree. I feel like that character is needed. I'll just, I'll just say it just for argument's sake. I feel like the character is needed because you either have, you have to have someone that you're absolutely going to love or because you think you're supposed to love him, you're going to hate him. So I feel like that character is needed. In, in that definition, yes. I, I do think that character is needed. But like, I, don't, I don't think he has to be a Hulk Hogan and John Cena at, like off top, like looks. He doesn't have to come in and be like, he looks like he's fucking Superman. No, I do. I think I think they should. Then, well, then that wouldn't be because Daniel Bryan, though. No, no, no. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Okay, we're off Danny Bryan. We're just off the, the, right. the point of like okay. the character being around. Okay. So okay. like, if you think about Hulk Hogan, the reason the whole NWO thing worked was because he was that superhero guy. So when he decided to, quote unquote, turn on the crowd, what happened? People fuck. Yo, I have not seen someone hate Hulk Hogan that much when he turned ever i can't remember anyone being hated that much after that moment on on wcw because like i was thinking like sean after the screw job but i can't even think of anyone who really hated him aside from that because that was really just canada that hated sean keeping it all the way 100 yeah you're right there you know You're, you're not wrong (laughs) <laughs> you're not wrong so I feel like that character is needed like John Cena was like the, the superhero everyone loves him only the kids love him but then he became the guy that everyone just hated because he was being forced on like I said like I said I believe the character is needed I just don't think they have to come cookie cutter off top you can build some up to be that character with like Daniel Bryan I don't think they have to be cookie cutter like a John Cena or Hulk Hogan nah, from, but from I, the jump but again just to argue I think it should be there though because no, no I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. What, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think there should be a character there. I just don't think he has to look a certain way from the jump. 
I'm not saying that. I'm not. No one's saying anything about looks. I'm just saying the character. No one's saying anything about looks. Right. And that's what I'm. I'm agreeing with you there. So why do you keep bringing up looks? I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying the character of of like this is the guy you're supposed to love. That's what I've been saying should, the past three times. But you keep bringing up looks. I'm not talking about looks at all. I'm talking about character. As because that's my point. I don't feel like that character has to. We look are. A we already established that. We're not talking about that. We already established that. I'm just saying the actual character of like the guy. This is who you should love. Right. This is who you need to get behind. I feel like that character has to be around always. Because it's either gonna it's either gonna be a yes we agree we're gonna love him because we relate to him. That's one example. Mm-hmm. Two. I just said A, and then I'm going to two. Whatever. Two, you could be like, okay, that's the guy you want us to love, but we're not going to do that. Or, But that's where the business is now. Or three, you could say, this is the guy you're supposed to love. We know that's who you want us to love. Fuck you. I mean, the... Those last two are pretty much where the business is now. You know what I'm saying? So that's but that there there goes my point. I feel like that character is always needed. It's I I, th- I feel like it is. I feel like it is always needed because you again you're either gonna literally love him or you're gonna hate him or he's gonna transition to something else. You know what I mean? Because that that like that depending on the reaction that he gets. So if you love him, you're gonna keep him there. If you hate him, like if the crowd hates him, you're either gonna keep him there because of that. Or you're gonna change him away. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that character is needed, and and always will be because there's always gonna be like that Hulk Hogan, John Cena esque character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like that's what they're trying to do with Roman. They're trying to make Roman like the new John Cena, like in the sense that like we want all the kids to love him, which they do. Yeah. And that's the extent of it. People fucking hate Roman. There's there's a divide in the business now when it comes to fans. I I, I to be honest, I don't like the Roman Reigns character outside of it's, the Shield. It's it's a huger divide than there's ever been. I think where it's like there's a pure like group of like just family oriented people, just parents and kids. That's all about Roman. And then the people like us who grew up with wrestling could care less about a character like Roman. Do you feel like as fans we're focusing too much on wanting to know the behind the scenes and acting like experts as we sit here and talk about it? Do you feel like that almost ruined wrestling a bit? A little bit. Yeah. It's made us jaded. Yeah. Because you know what ruined wrestling for me? Hmm. Uh, Like PW Mania, like websites like that where they spoil the shit for you. Where you're getting the spoilers and you're getting all the rumors and stuff like that. I feel like websites like that ruined wrestling. So I don't go to it anymore. I stopped. I really don't. I stopped. Because I feel like when when I was checking that website frequently, I was mm-hmm. not watching wrestling at all. I'd be like, ah, I'll just check the the results. No, that was me. I, I would read what's planned and I'd be like, nah, that doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't watch. And you know what that is? Because you're looking at it on paper, you're like, it's probably going to translate horribly. But mm-hmm. then you go back and you see that a lot of people love that shit. And you're like, damn, I wish I would have watched it. But then you yeah. don't care to watch it because you think you know it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like us as fans, we're... We become jaded. We become jaded, but I think we... We ourselves ruined the wrestling experience. A little bit. Like, go back... Let's see, we're in 2008. Go back... The fact that we can say what I'm about to say is nuts. Go back 15 years to like 2003. Mm-hmm. Actually, go back. Damn, go back a good 
I'm 26. Go back to like 2000. Right? 2000. Start from 2000 till about 2009. Mm-hmm. No, 2010. Let's do an even decade. Okay. From 2000 to 2010, mm-hmm. you were consistently watching Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Making sure you stayed up to date, enjoying the product because you 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 just knew what you saw on TV as opposed to reading some shit, or social media wasn't around. Also, mm-hmm. so I feel like you were more invested into your characters as opposed to this. Like you had no idea that this was a character that the industry that that Vince wanted you to like. You had no idea that Triple H was actually a douchebag behind the scenes when he was a nice guy. You know, like mm-hmm. those type of things. You you had no idea about the politics and stuff like that. Like there was no like sense of reality like your reality was what you saw in the product true so i feel like some way like i feel like these dirt sheets as they're called these spoiler sites um should should be like gone somehow if they and i'll tell you why because if they are sent away or or shut down Mm -hmm. The product will get better. The reason I say the product will get better is because people are going to actually enjoy or not like it. And at that point... Well, you'll, you, you'd be forced to sit there and kind of watch it. Exactly. And actually form your own and, opinion. And take it for what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I would agree there. Yeah. So, like, for example, um, Roman Reigns. is I'm, he's, a, he's honestly the perfect example for what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns would be... Someone that you would literally only take for face value for what mm-hmm. you see on TV as opposed to like, oh, we know this is Vince's guy. Yeah. You would either determine, A, I like this dude, B, I don't. He's just whack. Yeah. I mean, that would be better for people as a whole. Because I'll be honest. Me, me personally, I'm bored either way. Because I'll be Roman. honest. John Cena? Mm-hmm. I liked him throughout, throughout like the thug life shit or oh, whatever yeah. it was called. Thugonomics. Mm-hmm. I liked him through all like the marine shit that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, until I started paying attention to these fucking dirt sheets, I was like, John Cena's corny. Like, I loved John Cena when he had his two years against The Rock. Yeah. I loved John Cena. Yeah, he was on fire. Regardless, yeah. of, regardless of whether he was facing The Rock or not. I was like, John Cena's oh, he, he dope. He was on fire. Yeah. But then, once I started reading this shit, I'm just like, damn, John Cena's kind of whack. No, but here's the thing. I think regardless of the dirt cheese and shit, like when I watch it, when I sit and watch them, like Cena and Roman, I'm like, I'm bored. It's like, you're going to win. You're going to do those same five moves. But see, maybe repeat them I'm, I'm, two I'm or three times. And I'm going to build off of that. Go ahead. And then and then you're going to move on to the next thing and you're going to win again. It's like, that's boring. Okay. So this is where I am going to call bullshit on what you just said. Okay. You said, I'm going to see the same five moves. Mm-hmm. But that's the, all wrestling, though. That's literally every wrestler we've ever liked. And you got to look on your face, and, 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 I'll, and, I'll, and I'll explain. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold, he had stomping a mud hole when he kicks the dude in the corner. Yeah. Hold on. I, no, I, 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 I'm going to let you finish, he, but he I got had, my point already. He had the, uh, what was it, the... Not the Thez Press. Yeah. No, this you know what I'm talking about. Thez Press and the Knuckles. No. It wasn't a Thez Press. 
he would throw the dude on the rope, jump on him, but it wasn't a thes press. Like he would literally like jump on a dude. That's a thes press. It's not a thes press. That's what it's called in every single video game. Is that what it is? Yes. Is that really what it is? Yes. Okay. Loot thes press. Okay, so he would do that. The knuckles. Literally in the game, it's called like loot thes press and knuckles. He would do his little <laughs> elbow thing. Yeah. And then the stunner. Right. Okay. The under. Hold on. The All Undertaker right. had his chain of moves. All right. He had leg drop. I'm gonna give you a one key difference when you're done. Bounce off the ropes. Yeah. Clothesline. Mm-hmm. Old school. Choke slam tombstone. Mm-hmm. Cena has five knuckle shuffle. No, he has the uh, the uh, um, the side suplex. Whatever it's called. They had a little twisty suplex bullshit. Exactly. Backdrop. He has that. The backdrop suplex. Dumb shit. He has that. Yep. Five knuckle shuffle. Yeah. F you because yeah. it's not the attitude adjustment. It's called the, the fuck you. The F you. <laughs> and if you're a real wrestling fan, you know how John Cena came up with that name. It's to make fun of the F5. He had the F you and then the STFU. The shut the fuck up. It's not no STF. It's the STFU. Mm-hmm. Um... The Rock, same thing. Roman has the same thing. It's 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 something that's been around for a long time. So what's your point? All right. So you're you're correct up to a point. No, wait. It's just that every single match for all, pretty much every single wrestler other than Roman and Cena that you mentioned. Those moves did not necessarily go back to back to back within 30 seconds. I don't get it. What do you mean? Stone Cold might open up with a, with a fucking mud hole stomp. And then later on, he might get his ass beat and come back and hit him with a loop, loop the ass press. Right? Then he might get his ass beat and then come back with the elbow drop. Come back with his spine. Right? Cena, every single match is going to hit that fucking back drop, whatever the fuck it is. Five knuckle shuffle. He's going to wake up into an FU, and then if that's not the finish, he's going to go into the STFU every single time. It's back to back to back every single time. Those moves are going in succession. Roman Reigns is the same shit. But that's the same with Undertaker. No. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Undertaker literally always had the fucking um, the big boot, the clothesline, wait for the choke slam. He either got it or he didn't, and then a tombstone. It's the same shit. It's the same exact thing. Triple H, what does he do? Throw you on the ropes, double A, wait for the pedigree, and that's it. It's it's, it's the same thing. Now, half the time, he would go for a pinfall at the double A, and it wouldn't Fuck work. And it'd you. be like another five, ten minutes. Same thing. I mean, no. It's, it's, it's the same thing. It's not, It though. is. Your argument is that John Cena is hitting the same exact moves every match. So is Triple H. No, that's no, no. I'm that's saying what you just said. Back to back to back. No interruptions, no stopping. Back to back to back. That's the finish of every one of your matches. That's not cool. That's Undertaker every match. Go back and watch every Undertaker match ever. That's literally how he ends every single one of his matches. Every single one. So you're saying he hits a, a snake eyes in a big boot, then a leg drop, straight into a choke slam, straight into a tombstone every single match? Yes. No. Go back and watch every Undertaker match. I'm an Undertaker match. fan. That's not true. Go back. You're not. Because if you're a real fan, you, you'd be agreeing. Go back. The Rock. It's the same fucking thing with The Rock. Okay. The Rock spine, hits. spine buster and people's elbow. That's two moves. And then for The Rock bottom. But it's the same. Your, your point is he's hitting them consecutively nonstop. It's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. 
It's the same exact thing. Not every time I watch that nigga on Raw, though. It's the same exact thing. Not every thing. time I watch that nigga on Raw. Then go back. Doing it. Then you clearly haven't watched Raw long enough. Go back. Go back. Okay. Go No, argue it. Because clearly you just want to sit there and stay quiet now. Argue it. I mean, I already said my point. I'm, I'm not going to keep saying the same thing over and over again. It's the same thing, though. Every wrestler does it. The problem with this shit is... The problem with this shit is that adds to all this that we're talking about is the fact that <laughs> while I like it, like all the high flying wrestlers that do all the more exciting shit, that's like that's like the the um the thing that we want to see. We want to see something more exciting, quote unquote, right? Like as far as like jumping off the top rope, doing all these crazy spins in the air, doing all these crazy submissions, things like that. Mm-hmm. We've gotten that too much though, to the point that when we see a succession of moves, we're like that shit is corny and whack. But before we got, oh, hold on, hold on, I'm, okay. I'm gonna let you get your shit right. off. But before we saw all a lot of these wrestlers, which I'm not taking anything away from because they're talented as hell. Mm-hmm. But before we got that, we had all our wrestlers doing the same succession of the same fucking moves. All right. Look, this is all I'm saying. I don't recall. Hold on. I swear to God, if people say that we don't talk about wrestling after this podcast. Fuck them. Fuck them. Anyway, I'm just, gonna, I'm just putting this out there. I've never. Now, I might be wrong. Someone, a fucking expert, will probably pull this shit up and pull my card. But I. Your card. Card? You said car. That's why. My car. Yeah. Card. card, card, that's that's my accent. We're American. We we speak American. That's my accent. Leave me alone. Champito. Estiporti. Anyway, <clears throat> I've never seen a Stone Cold match right where he's going from Mudhole Stomp to Spine Buster to Lutez Press to Elbow Drop to Stunner. So your point is the succession. Yes, I've never seen Stone Cold do that. Those moves, back to back to back to back to back. Never, ever. But still does the same moves every time. Yeah, but they're spaced out. They're paced. No, but it's, your whole thing is a succession. I get it. Okay, exactly. I get it. I get it. John Cena does those same moves. But in, so does Undertaker. In the exact same order. But so does Undertaker. Every single match. But so does Undertaker. Okay, so we can do John Cena, Roman Reigns, and Undertaker. Undertaker. And we wow. can say The Rock. Wow. And we can say The Rock. No, I won't even say The Rock. Yes, because he does. The spine buster and the people's elbow, he does those together, yes. Exactly. Any other move in his arsenal does not necessarily think, have to I'm go gonna together. I'm going to think of who else. Let me see. Every every other move in his arsenal does not have directly have to go together. Um, Chris Jericho. Nah. Chris Jericho. Hold on, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think strongly. Um, okay. CM Punk. CM Punk is a perfect example. Beats the shit out of you in the corner. Every time he he does that. Irish, Irish, uh, uh, whip, Irish, dude, man, I, I haven't played a wrestling game in so long, so like, I can't, you know, I can't do that, I can't even pronounce that right now, I'm a little tipsy, no, I can't even form that. I haven't played a wrestling game in a long time, because it's needed, I'm sorry, for me, I haven't played a wrestling game in a long time to know all the names of the wrestling moves. I know. It's we, crazy. We learned a lot of names from moves every that we single would never, name on there. we would never know. I just thought this nigga was throwing them on the ropes. Yeah. I mean, half the time when I describe some shit, I'm like, he threw him to the ropes. Yeah. So he did. A, <laughs> he does the Irish whip every time. Yeah. Does the knee. Yeah. Does the bulldog. Mm-hmm. Waits for the GTS. Mm-hmm. That's a succession right there. 
I mean, yeah. But and it was the same every single time. I was gonna say no, you're wrong though, because sometimes he would go for that knee in the bulldog, and he would go for a cover, and then they would kick out, and there would be a pacing. And they would get back to the spot. My point is, these niggas have had the same moves at all time. S- same, no, always. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that point, though. You know what's another thing that I want to make that clear. You know what's another thing that's ruined the succession also hmm. of moves hmm. because that's that's existed forever. So wrestlers doing the same succession every single match. It's existed forever, and it always will. What also ruined that is t- like prostituting moves. Me and you have me and you have agreed on this. For example, every fucking wrestler super kick has a super kick super kick party bruh now don't get me wrong mm-hmm. i love the super kick mm-hmm. i love when Shawn michaels geared up for that super kick i love when Shawn michaels had that joint out of nowhere mm-hmm. but you know why it was more special when Shawn michaels had his kicks out of nowhere mm-hmm. because every time he was supposed to do the kick he geared up for it mm-hmm. so when he got you with that shit out of nowhere it meant something mm-hmm now that means nothing. Mm-mm. It's super kicks out of nowhere. If Shawn Michaels comes and right. back and does a super kick, no one will care. That's false. No, 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 no. I mean, no one will care if Shawn Michaels just does it. The diehard fans will. No, I'm not talking about that. No one will care if Shawn Michaels does it. like he won't get. He'll get like, oh yeah, nice, but he won't get the same reactions he used to get if he just drops a super kick now. You think? Because ev- yeah, because everyone does it. Even though it's Shawn Michaels, it's think? like. Randy Orton with his with his whole RKO thing. Yeah, that that's a better example. Yeah. No, no, it's it's, it's the same it's the same type of example. It's the same example. It's better to me. No, it's the same exact example and I'll tell you why. All right. Before Randy Orton did the RKO, mm-hmm. he had one move, the amazing backbreaker. Yeah. He had the backbreaker. He would just wait for you. Right? Mm-hmm. So he had a gear up for it. Mm-hmm. So when Randy did it, quote unquote, out of nowhere, mm-hmm. like my favorite counter into an RKO will always be WrestleMania 21 against The Undertaker. When Undertaker lifts him up for the choke slam, Randy yanks that motherfucker all the way down. Mm-hmm. That was the first, in my like one of the first best like RKO out of nowheres. It was special because you knew that every time that he was going to do an RKO, there was mm-hmm. a gear up for it. Mm-hmm. So when he did it out of nowhere, it was a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Like now that Randy does it, it's cool when it comes out of nowhere, mm-hmm. but it's not so cool. Mm. It's not so exciting. That's the same thing with like the the, the sweet chant music mm. or the super kick. You know what I mean? Like I appreciate it when like Dolph Ziggler did it every so often, but now everyone has one, bro. Dolph Ziggler does it every match now. Well, yeah. So does so Seth does Seth Rollins does it every so match I'm saying. now. I'm sure Daniel Bryan has done one at some point. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. I mean, you know he, he's got his own brand of kicks, so you know. He doesn't do it too much, but and and, and another thing, like I, I just hate like that the overusage of like a certain move that's supposed to be special. I hate that, man. Like it's, it, it was cool for a while, but now it's just like, man, like there's there's nothing know, special that's, about that's that. That's the evolution of wrestling. Look at the DDT. That was once a special move. Nah, but the DDT is different though, because there's so many variations of it. But the DDT. Was a special move that no one else did. But I'ma keep it a buck. The and now, DDT and that, now you see a DDT every match. But I'ma keep it a buck. The DDT mm-hmm. that Jake Roberts did back in the day, it was ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Welp. That DDT was garbage. Carabaji? La basura. Being honest. For its time, yeah. I mean it was dope breaking somebody's freaking head in. I mean, but that if you go back and watch a Jake the Snake Roberts match and look at him do that DDT compared to like 
all the variations that exist, it's, it's whack. The, I, I wouldn't classify the DDT as that. Because, like you said, it's evolved, but it's evolved into something greater now. But but, but my like, point my point is that's that's what that's what's going now with the super kick. No, but how many variations of a super kick are there though? I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's harder though. Nah, it's a kick, nigga. I'm it's sorry. A kick. I'm it's sorry. A kick. Nah, but I'm saying it's a kick that no, looks be, a certain way. No, because the reason I'm asking this is because you're trying to compare the two, like as if it's the same type of thing. It's not. I'm look, like 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 listen, hold on, like listen, hold on. All right. Uh, uh, Mick Foley had like the double arm DDT. Okay. Right. So like at that point, like you're really gonna break this dude's shit. Like there's nothing that that person can do. Okay. Right. You've got um, the joint that Christian used to do that I love, where he where he'd be on the top turnbuckle and he does like the twist. And he, there's a name for it. Tornado reverse DDT. Wow. That's so WWE SmackDown versus Raw. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Don't ever <laughs> look at me with that look and say hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say no I'm just saying it's like back in like the fucking 80s whatever the fuck it was DDT was crazy wild 90s Sean brought a fucking super kick into the mainstream okay. it was vicious it's just the evolution of the business by the time the 90s rolled around attitude era everybody had a fucking DDT now in the 2000s everybody has a super kick it's just the evolution of the business yeah but people have different variations of the DDT yeah though, but, but, but my, point, my point is it's hard to do a variation of a fucking sidestep kick no, like no, 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 no. That, that that's fine and everything, but like everyone has a super kick, like the same exact super kick. Like try to find a new way to do it. Yeah, I guarantee you. There's there's okay. I, I see what you're saying now. Because the DDT the DDT is a move where it's open for for change. Like you can do so much more with it. Yeah. No. No. That's like yeah. There's a, there's at least fifty different fucking DDTs. That's what I'm right, saying. Right at now. least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The super kick is just one kick. Yeah, I, the reason I, I, I got you. The reason Sean's was so dope because he would do everything to beat you up, to set you up for the kick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why he would do the stomp to get you with that kick. Yeah. Um, I, Randy, I, I follow you. Randy would gear up for it. Yeah. Undertaker, Kane, Big Show would do everything to gear up for the choke slam. Yeah. The choke slam is not a move that everyone uses. If you look. No, that's true. I've seen Braun use it a few times, but there's a still a times. setup. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and it and it it, it it's like it's a yeah it's set up right, and it's not one of those moves. Like it's, that, it's part of a spot, and it's not one of those moves that that, that everyone can use either. Yeah, he just doesn't come out of like nowhere her, and be like like I'm hurricane, do a slam. like the hurricane when he did it. His was just entertaining. It, yeah, it was, you know yeah, what I'm saying the fucking thumbs up and shit. Like like, like there that, like there was a point to that because you look at him like how he gonna how small ass hurricane gonna pick him up exactly, and then he does it. He throws a thumbs up and does it. He choke slams the big nigga, and you like, oh shit. But see that and, he is and, a superhero, exactly right there, and that made sense with that. Yeah. So like with certain moves, like you can prostitute, well, not even prostitute. You can just make a variation of, but like the super kick is a prostitute and overused and overrated move at this point. Yeah, but you, but you know who we have to blame for that? The independent scene. <laughs> Everybody in their mama knows how to do a suicide dive and a super kick in the indies, <laughs> and that's all that's getting hired nowadays, brother. <laughs> and, and, and the indie darlings if you will that's what I mean, they, and, and, that's what the IWC calls them but, but these guys have a lot uh, uh, I think a bigger skill set than a lot of other dudes and that's why they're getting these 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 uh, main platforms no it's true yeah it's true but they, they've got way more but like the, the way the basics were in the 90s was a fucking suplex and a backdrop the basics now is but how many suicide dive tope <laughs> the but tope like, but see, and the super kick but see that's different though these, these guys in the 90s and like the 80s and 70s were pioneers how many variations of a suplex do we have now 
Oh, it's plenty. You know what I'm saying? You could do a suplex how, how many, from all types of positions. How many variations do we have of a headlock? Quite a few for, for a basic-ass headlock. You know what I'm saying? It's a decent amount. <laughs> but that's, that's my point. There are certain moves that are... Now that I think about it. There were certain moves that were made to kind of... It's, it's, it's like if I give you a journal right now, an mm-hmm. empty journal. You do with it what you want. It's open. It's literally opened for you to write whatever you want yeah, and to kick, create whatever you want. Super kick is not very open-ended. Exactly. So <laughs> a suicide dive is not that, very open-ended. <laughs> the fact that everyone uses it is yeah. what makes the move not special anymore. It's just a regular mm-hmm. move. It's not even a signature move. It's just a regular yeah. move. It's, just, it's like seeing a regular suplex like, nowadays. There, there's so many variations of a headlock. Yeah. Um, the one there, there's there's a few very, there's very few variations of a full Nelson. Like mm. a full Nelson lock. You yeah. got a full Nelson slam. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's so many like there's so and that's about it. But exactly, but there's 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 few variations. It was Tiger but, Suplex. That's about it. But how many people <laughs> do you see doing it? Like nobody. You see what I'm saying? Nobody. There's so many variations of a suplex. You know what I'm saying? There's so yeah. many variations of a headlock. No, it's a super kick is like a basic up that, and down suplex. Like that's like the most simplest shit you can watch. That's why I was never mad at Seth Rollins for doing the pedigree. Because he's on like the only second, he's like the second nigga to ever do that in WWE. <laughs> right. Like I'm sure on other independent scenes, there are very few guys who would like have done it because Triple H didn't invent the move. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course. So I'm sure there are other guys that are doing it, but how many variations of the move are there? None. None. So that move, a move like that should be kept special. And you know what? Fuck independence. And all. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk about strictly WWE because that's what we know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're gonna talk strictly WWE. I only brought that up because that's who WWE no, is signing. Of course, of course, so they come in with that mindset. Of course, like within the WWE, we can we can even talk TNA actually. Within mm-hmm. within that, like there's there's no one else with with those moves. No, that's true. Styles Clash. Yeah, very few people have pulled that off. You know what I'm saying? Very few people. The G the GTS. Was it like no no not even not even the person I'm thinking of the GTS. Both. Yeah, it's like There's two, literally been two popular people two, to do it. Two notable people to do that move. So, everybody else. <laughs> I'm gonna feel so that, disrespectful that, that for that saying is, Hideo with Tommy, even though it's not his real no, name. That nigga is Kenta. <laughs> Kenta and CM Punk. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's like if someone tried to do um um, what was the homie's name? Um, PD Williams from TNA. The Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. If somebody pulled out of the cut, everybody be like. No, if someone else did it, be like, "Oh shit!" Because we've only known I mean, one major person to do it. Well, I, me personally, I'd be like, "Come on, nigga, that's my man's move." Nah, but but, but everybody else would be like, "Yo, that's lit." But that's what I'm saying. Like, people would know that it came from Petey Williams, but you yeah. know, that, like, not not a lot of people can do this. You know me, I'm cynical as shit. I'm like, nah, but, "Come on, my nigga." Nah, but not a lot of people can do it though. No, that's, that's my point. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. Like, what's, I'm trying to think of another move, like. The reason John Cena's FU is so funny is because it's literally like a spinoff of the F5. And the F5 is the perfect example it's of a, a move. It's a fireman's carry slam just turned up to the max. Let's be clear. But there are different <laughs> variations of that. No, 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 it is. You know what I'm saying? It is because you, you got your Death Valley driver. That's what I'm saying, Which is a little bit more, you know, fucked up looking. Actually, <laughs> the fireman's carry is actually a, a move that's left open-ended. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can go with that. Not even the F5. Literally, the fireman's carry. Yeah, no, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, there's a lot of ways you can go with that. You've got a Samoan drop. Samoan drop. You got the fucking, uh, what was it? The Wasteland. The Wasteland that Wade Barrett did. I don't know what the proper term would be for that, but I know there's Wasteland. And Ken Kennedy did it before that. 
The same exact oh, move that Wade Barrett did. The the rolling jump. This that's the same one. Yeah, he he did the rolling one. He mm-hmm. rolled with him. Mm-hmm. Wade Barrett just slammed the nigga, mm-hmm. and then Sheamus started doing that. So I'm saying. But there's yeah. not. And then you got the fucking pancake. You got the fucking pancake move. And then you got the joint that Chris Saban used to do. Fireman's carry into the slam where he goes forward. Oh fuck. Uh, the Saban bomb, I think, is what he called it. Yeah. I think what's the name? It's like it's like cradle driver or something. But you understand my point though. Yeah, package cradle driver. But you understand my point will though. Will be the term. Fuck you. You understand? Don't ever look at me like that. I'm an elitist. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand my point. Like there's some like those moves are meant to do that. Super kick is not that by far. No, it's not. Super kick is super kick. No, it's not. You can't as much as I love Dolph Ziggler. Like, I really hope, like, that this Shawn Michaels clone that they're doing, because that's what they're doing with him and Drew McIntyre. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> I just hope that it's not going to be a literal ripoff of it, even though right now he is Intercontinental Champion. But it is. It, is. <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. 100% it really is. It is Yo, I swear to God, if Drew McIntyre wins. He need to come up with a, a, a leather vest. No, no, no. Listen, no. No, they can't do that. Because my man is tough. Uh, if shit. if they literally make them tag team champs, but he's intercontinental champ, oh, legendary! I'm like this is definitely Michaels and Diesel. I will I will I will go crazy for that. Because I will pop. I will pop. If at that. some point at next year's WrestleMania, <laughs> Drew McIntyre is WWE champion, and Dolph Ziggler just so happens to challenge for the belt and wins the Royal Rumble that year. <laughs> I might stop watching wrestling. <laughs> like really, y'all just took the whole storyline. Y'all just took the whole shit. The whole thing. The whole shit. Let me let me guess. Let me guess. Hey, can I copy your homework? No, yeah, no, no. Just no. change it a little bit. Let me guess. Drew McIntyre is <laughs> gonna leave to TNA next, again, and then Dolph Ziggler is gonna be strung out on drugs. That's what that would be. That would be the Hold ultimate. On, and then Dolph Ziggler is gonna be strung out on drugs. Let me guess. Y'all really taking the shit? <laughs> yeah. Yo, that would be the ultimate, like. Of that meme, like, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change it up a little bit. That'd be that'd be nuts. That'd bro. be the ultimate version of that. That shit like, would be crazy, <laughs> fam. Yo, I'm about to go make that meme tonight. No, I'm, you're not. I am. You're definitely not. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> too. I'm too tipsy for that. I will not remember that when we're done with this podcast. <laughs> Sheesh. Nah, but yeah. Um, I hope I- I'm still gonna be a wrestling fan. I feel like I'm always gonna watch wrestling. Yeah, um, I just I feel like we as fans have to condition our minds to take the product for what it is on TV, and that's it. Stay away from like the dirt sheets. Um, stay away from not even this type of commentary because we're not really going into like. The rumors and the business and Vince wants this and Vince wants that. No, we're just talking about feelings. We're, we're just talking about how oh, we personal, feel. Personal feelings. How we feel about what we've seen, yeah. what we like and what we don't like. Stay yeah. away from like those over-analytical, I'm an expert type of things. Yeah. Just enjoy the product. A lot of those opinions will start influencing you. That's Absolutely. Absolutely. I guarantee you. I'm bro. not going to sit here and say that they haven't influenced me to a degree. No, they've influenced everyone. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, if it wasn't for you knowing the fact that like Roman is a Vince guy, mm. Cena was a Vince guy, if you never read anything, I, would probably, I guarantee I would you, like them, you and I would, I would like love them. both of them. I would probably like them a great deal more than I do. Absolutely. 
But like I say, when I hear people say they just do the same moves every night, and then I go watch it and I see it, I'm like, yeah, you're right. But see, and that goes <laughs> and that goes to what I said. You're right. Like, and that goes to what I said. Yeah, it's it, true. It, because you already watched wrestling growing up, that exact same type of thing where niggas are doing the same move. Certain wrestlers are doing the same sort of like succession of moves. Yeah, I know. But you never paid attention to it until someone said, hey, look, did you see that he's doing the same fucking moves every time? I'm just saying, it is a little rough to see like six moves back to back. But don't you think it's because, don't you think it's because someone's pointed it out already? Because let's put it this way. No, because let's put it, this, it, on, it, on, it, on, it got predictable before me. that, though. Follow me, follow me, follow okay. me. All right, all right. You've watched The Undertaker your whole life. Yes, yes. He's, he's had yes. the same succession of moves, but you never cared about it. You never cared. You, you, <laughs> you, you, no, you literally never did. You can't even front, you can't even, for argument's sake, say that you did. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Granted, different character, more evolving character, right? Um, more consistent, longer career. Granted. Let, I get it. Let, let me put this into effect, though. A lot of times... Yo, I have a mean headache right now. Hey, brother. It's all good. <laughs> you know what it is? Nope. It's that Ciroc. It do that to me, too. It's okay. Anyway, point being, Taker, somewhere in between... <laughs> Taker? In between there, <laughs> Taker. one of the moves would get fucking canceled out. Like, he might hit a snake guy's big boot, leg drop. He'd go for the choke slam. That choke slam is getting canceled out. Yeah, but it's, it was still successful. Right, but it'd be another five, ten minutes before he came back around to that choke slam with the same succession, though. Okay, but uh, but see, that's my point. John Cena, well, he's gonna hit that fucking move. He's gonna go into the five knuckle shuffle. He's gonna go into the oh get up get fu. He's gonna go into the stfu. He's gonna do those moves, and it's not gonna get canceled out. That's gonna be the finish to almost every match he has. We're, we're not gonna Raw. go back to this conversation because we're never gonna end this. I know. I'm just saying. Can I'm just I say saying, another gripe that I have? I'm just saying it's a difference. Can I say another? It's a difference. Can I say I another, like another gripe that I have with wrestling right Go now? Go ahead. Um, the fact that we we always see the big move mm-hmm. and the big one, two. He kicked out. You're not a fan of false finishes. I'm a I'm a fan I'm not a fan of too many false the over usage of them nowadays. Yes. Yeah, that's about as overused as a super kick nowadays. The fu means nothing anymore. No, nobody's move means nothing anymore. The tomb, unfortunately, the tombstone. I'm going to say that's lost some respect in the past couple years. The tombstone has uh, lost some respect. You, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna take that back with the tombstone. A little bit. You know why? A little bit. You know you know what you know why I'm gonna take it back? Mm. Because it's literally only happened at WrestleMania. That's true. So, which is which is an appropriate time, and which is different. You're right because the only time Taker comes back now is for WrestleMania four big matches. You're right. He's so only, I'm he's only that done back. like like one or two other pay per views besides WrestleMania in the past like five. Where he's years? had a false finish. Yeah. So no, in the past like ten years. <laughs> yeah. Like I think he did like one SummerSlam and like one Survivor Series. So like, I'm, I'm taking that back <laughs> in that time. And they were all big matches though. I was gonna say, and that's those are part of the big because like four. the SummerSlam or the Survivor Series was against Edge and a Hell in a Cell. SummerSlam, SummerSlam. SummerSlam and it, no, he did a he did a SummerSlam or some shit against Brock, but I don't know if there was false finish. I can't remember that match very well. I don't remember that. I think it was SummerSlam or something. Remember, he, it was like a fucking Hell in a Cell match. Or that was against shit. Edge. No, he did a he did a match against Brock. That was not at WrestleMania. It was a revenge match at something. That was probably a Hell in a Cell. It might have been like Hell in a Cell. It might have been. But but at that point, those are big matches. So we're taking that back with Undertaker. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying yeah. like uh, the false finishes. If it's in a big match, like an actual big match, like for example, 
Triple H versus Shawn Michaels Hell in a Cell at Bad Blood. Right. That was the culmination of a feud from 98. No, that's appropriate. This shit is supposed to happen in this type of matches. you have 75 false finishes in that match, let's, let's fucking do it. That's appropriate. Exactly. That's appropriate. But if we're on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, if it's not a big match... On Raw, or I, I don't need to see Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder have a false finish. You know what's uh, you know what's <laughs> on an Monday Night Raw. You know what's an appropriate match <laughs> that I would accept false finishes in? Huh. John Cena versus Shawn Michaels in London in that hour long match. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't need to see two mid card niggas have three false finishes. No, in a match, I don't I, need to see that. I don't even need to see two, like two top tier dudes do it. No, not that often anyway. I don't need to see if it's not the main event. I don't need to see Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler because they're both. Top tier guys to me, mm-hmm. my opinion. I don't need to see them have false finishes in, in in a twenty minute match or even a thirty minute match on Raw or SmackDown. I'm gonna say I don't have to, but I wouldn't mind. I would <laughs> because, because you become jaded, you become used to it. No, that's true. So now every time that you see, you're like, oh, he's probably gonna kick out, and you don't care about it, and you're gonna get bored. In, in my opinion, on like a Monday Night Raw, unless it's the opening match to get everybody hype or the main event, like with two big guys, I don't, I don't really need to see. I think more than more than two false finishes, like more than one, really like that. If if it's like a but even with big matches, that that's a term that's left up to interpretation because that's relative Mm -hmm. to what people consider a big time match. What I consider what I consider a big time match is um, WrestleMania title match. Um, the culmination of a big feud, a big that's been lasting months, not exact months, months, not like a two week feud. Like if 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 not some shit that went one pay per view. Like at this point, even with like Brock and Roman, I don't want to see any false finishes. They've had too many of the same matches. Well, I got news for you, bad. Uh, no, SummerSlam is going to be nothing it's but false be f- fucking about finishes. About a hundred of them. Yeah, absolutely. Like I f- that's that's honestly like one of my biggest complaints with wrestling is is the false finish. It's about as overused as the super kick. Uh, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the. The surprise element of like it has to be out of nowhere now mm. is another thing. Like squash matches, there we go. I mm. feel like the squash match has been overused in the past few years. Um, I feel like the false finish has been overused in the last few years. I feel like if if maybe um, we start catering these matches to actual mm. wrestling fans who want to watch a match, mm. not a show. Maybe it'll help. Mm. Have your show. That's what Monday Night Raw is for. Yeah. Have your show. That's what the promos are for. That's what all the in-between shit is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But for these big pay-per-views, for these pay-per-views, not even just the big pay-per-views, just right. for pay-per-views in general. In general. Let's save the dope shit for the pay-per-views. That's the whole point of these special events. They're, they're separate. Yes and no. Like, Raw has to have big moments. Sometimes. It has to have big moments. Sometimes. Like, the fucking hour... Hour long John Cena Sean match. Raw has to have those moments. I I agree, but it can't. But it can't be every Every, Monday Night Raw. No, like because there have there has been some amazing Raws where like we've seen crazy shit. Oh yeah, there has been big time matches. Shelton Benjamin and 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 Shawn Michaels. Yeah, big big match. Shelton versus Triple H. Big match. That was big time. Jeff versus Triple H on SmackDown a few years ago. Jeff versus the Undertaker. Way back in the day for the fucking title. For the title on Raw. Ladder on match. On Raw. It was that. a ladder match, yes. That's what I'm saying. That's one of my favorite matches to this day. But that didn't happen that frequently. Right. No, no. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I feel like we, we that's got... Not, that's not an every week thing that needs to happen. But I feel like the uh, us as fans should hold the company more accountable for that. 
Well, see, that's 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 the problem. There's there is a there's no accountability. It's like it's like music. It's overconsumed. It's now. like you want to stop watching to like prove a point, but there's so many other people watching that your voice will never be heard. No, continue to watch. Continue to watch. Mm-hmm. They pay attention to social media. Voice your opinion. I mean, I mean that too. You know what I'm saying? But voice you your opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, let, let's say this is a platform. I think that's Triple H is doing. Because they never gave a fuck about anything we said on social media. Why do you think NXT? Yeah, because Triple H listens. Why do you think NXT continuously works? Triple H sees what what people say. We get the right amount of false finishes. Yeah, we get. We never get a. We rarely get a succession of moves Mm -hmm. that's noticeable. Yeah, niggas don't do that shit in NXT. You're not going to see a nigga pull out the same six moves in order. Getting wrestling, and if we do every match, and if we do. It's fine. Right. Because everything surrounding it is makes sense. Right. It happens the right way. Because I feel like there's less show. Mm-hmm. There's more wrestling. Not that there's anything wrong with the show, but I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes when you when you focus on the show too much, mm-hmm. it it takes away from what the root of the actual program is, which is what? Wrestling. Wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Still wrestling at the end of the day. Yeah. So when you when when you focus more on the wrestling and add the show around it, mm-hmm. that's when we get it. But I mean, at the end of the day, Vince always said, mm-hmm. "I'm an entertainment company that shows wrestling. I'm not a wrestling company that is entertainment." Yeah. You know what? You know what I happen to sit through. I think that's what he said. It might have been the opposite. Whatever. You, you know what I happen to sit through on the WWE Network, nine ninety nine, every month. Uh, I happen to watch first month free. I happen, <laughs> happen to watch an episode. Back in the day of Sunday Night Heat, I miss right. Sunday Night Heat, and it it just was nostalgic. It just reminded me of the old days. It's corporate ministry era, right? They come out. It's like fifty niggas in there. You really get a hard on for that era. I do. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with it. I have I have my favorite era that I love too. That that's my time period. Ministry mm-hmm. and all that shit. That's my shit. Anyway, point being, they come out. You know, it's fifty of them. It's a mad like half the roster is. Yeah, in no that disrespect, shit. but I'm falling asleep right now. It's cool, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm tired. Go ahead, nah. I'm gonna let you get your shit. It's up. fifty niggas in the, in the, in, the, in the ring, and they're cutting a promo, and the key yeah. speakers are speaking. You know, there's Shane Taker trips. They're, they're <laughs> speaking. Paul Bear <laughs> trips trips. Should I call them? You know, Paul Bear. They're all they're all cutting their shit, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like the first maybe good. 10 minutes probably 15 with the long ass entrance because all the 50 niggas got to make their way to the ring vicious ass entrance song for corporate ministry by the way cut the promo and then it's like three matches just back to back just a little bit of backstory on every single one you know what i'm saying what's happened the past couple weeks that's led up to this match and then at the end another nice promo from corporate ministry versus the job squad that's who they were feuding against at the time in show that type of shit is missing from the product today. It's like let's open and have a half hour. It of, is there though. I mean, here's the thing: the pre-shows. We're, they just changed the name. Right, but but don't get don't do that voice. Talk normal. We talked about this already. I talk how I want to talk. Anyway, so <laughs> bye everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I can't make it. No, you're not gonna be able to shoot that, Kobe. <laughs> he shacked in a fool. That shit was sorry. Shacked in a fool. I'm gonna try it one more time. Brick.
Kobe. Shaq. Shaq at the free throw line, boy. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, there was the right amount of storytelling with just pure wrestling. Right? Just pure wrestling. Pure wrestling. Pure wrestling. Oh, I want some wrestling. I love wrestling. I don't know. Oh, I needed some wrestling. It's just an element of like those vicious promos that like push the story forward. And then just solid a solid block of just great wrestling. Like remember how like back in the day, like real live, real talk? <laughs> how um it'd be like, hey, it would start with like, oh, Triple H just showed it to the building. And then we have a match. And, and then Triple H would come out, cut his promo. We get another match. Maybe another match in in between that. And then we have a backstage segment with Triple one, H. Two, this one. Right. So we, then we have a backstage segment with Triple H. Or maybe it was a backstage segment with one, whoever. And whoever who's wrestling. If we get him out, we save him. Excuse me. Right? I hate YouTube ads. Yeah. So anyway. Like, it w- they would push the story along throughout the night. Right? Save I feel like they've been better about that lately. Right? What are you? doing sorry i'm not i can't even focus on my point anymore i don't even know what my point was going to be now you've, you've interrupted too many times i think this is where we should call it quits i think we should <laughs> and there's only one appropriate song to close with <laughs> what's that one cell son thank you for listening to another freaking podcast episode number 14 it's probably my favorite entrance song of all time Deadass. I like the joint, the, the heel team theme though. Yeah, fuck that rap shit. I want yeah. this one. Nah, not that whack joint. Oh, the joint without like, any like lyrics. Oh, the one before this. From Armageddon 2000. The one specifically. The, the first version. Ooh, the first version. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Higher I'm, brain pattern. I miss. <laughs> I miss. Good wrestling albums. Yeah. Back in the day, we like you. Like, just I would, <laughs> I, I would, I would love a good album right now with yeah. like these specific themes. Seth Rollins. Yep. And in my opinion, the best WWE theme song out. Oscar. Mm-hmm. Oscar has the best theme yeah. in the whole. No, company. that joint is legendary. She's got the best. That theme. joint is super legendary. Her joint. Um. New day. I would love that shit on CD. <laughs> That's my alarm every day. Um, I wake up the new day every uh-huh. day, bro. <laughs> um, it's a new day. Let's see who else. Triple H, his theme it, it will always. It's iconic, yeah. but it's old school at this point. Yeah, it, it would be so dope. Um, I'm trying to think who else, man. Who has a dope theme? Alistair Black. That joint is crazy. You know what they should do? Crazy. Some NXT themes. Like a like an NXT album. Well, see that's the thing. WWE like they WWE just, hire me for your music marketing. Well, please. see they, they just release them as singles now. They release them I'm gonna, by I'm themselves. Gonna go, I'm gonna go to WWE music. I'm like know, y'all niggas need to get your shit together. They don't do albums no more. They just put them out. They like, here listen to this. Basically, you should just make your own playlist and give it to the people. That's what you should do. No, nah, I don't think a lot of people would like that. Shit. Uh, is this? As many people ask us, why you don't talk about wrestling anymore? I'm pretty sure there's people out there that want to let you hear. I want to, you bitch-ass niggas. Sorry. That's why. Sorry. You fucks. Is this the same one? You need higher higher, higher brain pattern. Higher brain huh. pattern volume two. Yeah. It's just different. 
Higher Brain Pattern 2 is the one without any shit on it. It's just the instrumental. Now, but I like this one too, though. This is different? Because it's got those guitar riffs. I've never noticed this. I never noticed the difference. This is like, you know which one I liked, which was underrated? Hmm. You never liked it, and I don't know why. The Drowning Pool joint? This shit? Yeah, I don't like it. I like that joint a lot. Let me play it real quick before we close the podcast. It's too emo, bro. This show was hard. I'm glad he never used it on a regular, but I feel like he should have used it more for like big, bigger matches. Because like when he used it for WrestleMania 18 against Jericho, it was perfect because they were there playing it for him. It was perfect. Yeah, I, I, I still don't like this. It was dope for that era, though. He, I think he should have used it a little longer. Um, within like that 2002 to 2003, like before Evolution, I think he should use a little more because around the time he was like the rebel. I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This one was dope. I like the part where like the guitar riff comes in. Huh. Yeah, it's coming up. This part was hard. But this is one of those themes that like. I think it sounds better live mm-hmm. than it does like on the studio track. Cause when it, when if you go back to WrestleMania 18 and listen to it, it was hard. Yeah, I ain't seen that in a long time. Yeah, not cause that's that's like a weak sauce WrestleMania, honestly. I'm gonna say this one of those WrestleMania. It's a weak, it's a weak joint. Like the only two good matches on that joint. No, the only match that's good on that joint is Rock versus Hogan. Cause even the mm-hmm. the, the Jericho Triple H joint was like it was cool, but it was alright. No, cause I rewatched that. The, I I remember the last time I did watch that, I watched that match specifically because I didn't remember shit about it, and I was like, this is kind of not good. Yeah, it's kind of not good. It, 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 that match was the case of like the storyline leading up to it was way better than the actual match. The actual match, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say, especially for it to be Trips and Jericho around that time, it was it was pretty mm, meh. That's <laughs> the dude from Deadpool. But anyway, Mr. Pool. This was another freaking podcast, episode number fourteen. With fourteen with them boys, Fodine. Dennis and Kevon, and we out. Y'all did I mean? Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. It's lit. Have a bye. <laughs>